welcome back to Arts About. I feel very welcome. Do you? But that sound you hear, that... Yes. The wind through the windows. That's 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 the loneliness that we feel because we we don't have many of our friends here, do we? We don't. We don't. It's, it's just um, you and me, Sally. Cultural sounding board and John Baird. Uh, the, cultural sounding board and artist in residence. Artist in residence is John not Baird resident. Is not resident this morning, and neither is Mark. He's off gallivanting around Europe, so it's just you and me, Swan. Yeah. So we'll have to make do. Yeah. Nobody said the show about art that's a work of art in itself. Oh, well, no. you've said it now. Yeah, that's right. Well, somebody had to fill in. That's good. You're here in the Bendigo Bank Studios with us today. Uh, thanks very much to the generosity of the McClellan Sculpture Park and Gallery. And um, we've got yeah, we've got a bit of slightly different program today because we don't have those two in no. to to uh, fill in some of the gaps. You got a funny look on your face because I was freeing my <laughs> beanie out of my earmuff micro. What do you call them? The, the cans. Yeah, the cans. It's a little bit chilly willy around town these days it is all right um so we don't have john we We don't don't have have mark Mark. no but we do have Mm. we are going to be talking with gillian murray who is some way through the tour of le mont anglaise uh which some of our uh, rusted on listeners may remember us talking to gillian a year or two ago about one of the earlier productions of this extraordinary play it's a play about a vanilla slice isn't it le mont anglaise no 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 no. it's the it's the well i'm going to ask her about that translation because i've seen a couple of translations i would Mm. translate it as the english lover but um uh, there's no such thing i said that last week no i know you did but um apparently it's being uh called the the um the lover from Villon, which is the town in which, from which this uh, the dismembered corpse of uh, somebody gets. Anyway, we'll get into that a little bit later. I think yeah. with Gillian, it is an, it's a very strange tale, and it's based on a true story. Anyway, it's coming to the Frankston Art Centre chop, chop, on chop. June the twelfth, which is uh, this coming week, and uh, it is a remarkable play. And uh, if you uh, are around and have the possibility of going and seeing it i urge you to do so and you can have a vanilla slice in intermission yes why do you call what's i don't know it just sounds like a dessert sounds like something you i'll have the lemon anglaise no i think you're thinking of the cream uh, caramel creme anglaise which is some ghastly confection yes it's bit custody it's stuck up there yeah (laughs) who else have we got um, we've also got Lisa Warp is coming in and she's a Ganjamara and Torres Strait Island woman who's the curator and program coordinator at Baluk as well as a, an accomplished artist in her own right. She's curated an exhibition called Elements that's on at Linden New Arts currently mm-hmm. and we're going to hear all about that. It's a group yeah. show from quite a few uh, Baluk artists so that will be really Fabulous. And Baluk, um, they're up there in the industrial estate here in Mornington. They are. They're, they're, I just spoke to Lisa before. They're going from strength to strength. It's a very beautiful place. Well, it's in, um, I keep forgetting, it's in the same... It's in uh, Bruce Street. Yeah, Bruce in, Street. In the industrial estate mm. in Mornington. Yeah. And it is a collective there that runs... It's a collective of Indigenous artists creating um, their own work in there and exhibiting at times as and well and clearly uh, exhibiting in different places now too. It's very beautiful and very professional and it's right near Common Folk, so you can grab a... Next street over. Le Mans Anglaise and then go to Balouk. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. before we get yes. into the hot yeah. seat to talk to us about elements, yeah. let's play a track from Nico. Nico. Yes, these days. 
As I mentioned earlier, we have Lisa Waup here with us uh, this morning, and many of the, you will know her as the curator and program coordinator at Baluk. She's a Gunjamara, although she's going to correct me on my pronunciation in a minute, and Torres Strait Island woman, and she's also a highly acclaimed artist herself. She's just curated and participated in an exhibition at Linda New Art Gallery called Elements, which is part of the Art Plus Climate Equals Change 2019 movement, which is the socially engaged festival of climate change-related arts and ideas. And this exhibition both represents the breadth and talent that's uh, that's growing at Baluk, but it also tells some important and very personal stories. Good morning, Lisa. Welcome to Arts About. Thanks for coming in to oh, see us thank today. Thank you for having me. Yes, good morning, Lisa. And can you please correct Sally? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Gundi Chamara. Gundi Chamara. So yep. it's, yes, there's a second syllable that I was yep. blending all together. It's got more say. rhythm. Gunditch. Gunditch. Yes, which is from where? Because we like to shorten everything here. <laughs> we do. <laughs> it's um, the Australian way. <laughs> it's like Warrnambool, like Port Ferry way oh, down over that yeah, way. Yeah, so it's Victoria. Oh, nice. Yeah, in Vic. Yeah, yeah great. Now, um, in, tell us a little bit about Elements. You, you've combined the work of a series of artists, uh, for, all from Baluk, I, I believe. Um, what's your overarching story? What's, what, what's this Elements about? Okay, I'm going to throw a little stone in there now. Yes, okay. <laughs> it's actually three exhibitions. It is, th- right, yeah. okay. So Elements um, is the show that I've cre- um, curated of six of our artists from Baluk Arts. And then there's a solo show from Dominic White Yes. called um, Above Below Skin Water. And then I've also got a solo show in there called Carry Me Softly. So they're actually three, three very individual shows. So it's not called Elements. One is called Elements. One is called Elements. Yours is Carry Me Softly. Correct. And Dominic's is? P- um, above Below Skin Water. Right. Well, that's yep. easy to remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. I sort of re- I, I read it that it was in three parts. But yes. It's, but they're three different exhibitions. They are. But it's yes. because we're all from Baluk Arts yes. is where it kind of... Um, becomes a little bit tricky in the explanation of it but yes yeah. I see now yeah but okay. it has kind of gone with elements and I think also for the climb art as well it was very much which we all kind of come under that umbrella with climb arts and the materials that we've used and you know um, that continuation of story as well as using those materials of practice as well all right well let, let's go back and we've got three parts that we yep. can we talk about them perhaps slightly separately yeah so you've got one where there's six artists six baluk artists Correct. and theirs is called elements Correct. tell me a little bit about that and um, that kind of came about um our artists are from all over australia so in that show there's um gillian garvey which is um, we're under, she's from New South Wales. You've got Robert Kelly, he's a Wathorong man from Victoria. You've got um, Rebecca Robinson, she's um, Tassie and also has connections to Koori here in Victoria. You've got Cassie Latham, who's, who's also Tanarong uh, Wurundjeri, and she's Victorian. Um, we've got Talara Gray, who she's from Queensland. We've got Beverly Meldrum, who's from South Australia. So um, we're, we're a bit of a mixed lot at Bullock Arts. Mm-hmm. So we're from all over Australia. So the idea of creating something that we're all connected to from each other's country. So that show was all about elements and, and I guess, stories and histories and um, memories and personal stories from each of those people's places or country. And even though that they live here and they've probably lived here their whole life or they've come and moved around, it's all about that expression of who they are 
their stories, mm-hmm. their connection to materials and, um, you know, their story through those materials. So those, all of these artists, they, do they live on the Mornington Peninsula or they live within, within an area that they can, you know, come to Baluk? Um, Talara was actually, she's gone back to Queensland. Yep. Um, she was working at Baluk Arts for a couple of years and then she's gone back to Queensland again. Um, Cassie Latham actually lives a little bit further out, mm-hmm. but she's still in Victoria. And all the rest of us are, are you know, around mm. the Peninsula Way. Yeah. And just, just for some of our listeners that may not have been to Baluk and yep. know what it is, can yep. you describe it? Yeah, it's an Aboriginal arts centre. It's based um, on the Mornington Peninsula, so it's really unassuming place. It's just off the Mornington Tyab Road on um, Bruce Street, yep. Yep. and it's in an industrial area. And it's really quite a funky area because there's lots of boutique things around there, like um, cheese, um, Blue Bay cheese. You know, there's um, art there's galleries, breweries, there's art galleries, yep. there's studio spaces. It's really quite an amazing and eclectic place. It absolutely is. We we yep. are actually getting more and more people from uh, the industrial estate in yep. here because it's just filled with creatives. Yes, it is. The, it's the snake amazing. pit. That yep, young chap. Yep. 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 You were talking about materials before, and I found it very interesting. You're showing us your lovely catalogue, yep. and you've got people now uh, combining the the old with the new, casting correct uh, a traditional object in in bronze. Yes. Yep. So we were lucky to work with Brendan Hackett from Blueprint Sculpture, and um, Anna McLeod too. I'll give her a shout out because it started through Anna, um, who was our interim manager at Bullock Arts for some time. And um, it, it came about because Brendan is a sculptor himself. He's got his own foundry, um, and it was kind of like you know it was just a perfectly organic kind of mix. Mm. Um, and to introduce a new medium into our artists, I think, was a really successful... Well, I, I, th- I think the outcome of it was very successful. And it, was, it wasn't massive pieces that were created out of bronze. It was very small, intimate pieces. Like for Bev Meldrum, it was things that she collected off the beach. There were sea urchins that were casted in bronze. There was um, a bone that she found, a fish bone, that was casted in bronze. Um, Cassie Latham had like a little egg... A little bronze egg like every, every one of those pieces within that show had an element of bronze in them ah. so if you looked it was like finding molly you know like you yep. kind of look you look into it and you go looking for them and you'll find them some of them were a little bit more discreet than others but that whole show had a bronze element in it it's funny there's something very delightful about the unexpected the expected and the unexpected yep. together yeah. yeah the unity of opposites or something like yep. that but yeah it's always thrilling a little anemone in yes. bronze Beautiful. Yeah. And and an interesting step in a way because I think so often, particularly the decorative arts, the Indigenous decorative arts, are often in materials that, that do not last. Mm. And which is why, uh, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a much more sort of personal ephemeral, they're ephemeral or they're, they're, so to have them cast in bronze is actually creating quite, that is, that is a, the, uh, the attraction of opposites. I mean, that yeah, is, most definitely. Is, yes. And like um, Gillian Garvey created, she had a few pieces in that show in Elements, and two of them were possum skin cloaks that she had made, but they'd kind of been molded like 50s capes. They're yeah. absolutely stunning. They are absolutely stunning looking and at these And one pictures. of them had a bronze um, kangaroo tooth in, in as the button, and yeah. the other one had a stingray barb which had been bronzed also as, ah. as the button as well. So Just this nice little surprise yeah. element here. Yep. Beautiful. Yes. Okay, well, your exhibition, yep. Carry Me Softly. Yes. 
tell us a little bit about okay, that. Okay, so that kind of came about, um, so for myself, I was adopted at birth, same with Dom, so it kind of is a bit of a storytelling in itself. Um, for me, it was about, I guess it was an ode to my mothers, mm-hmm. an ode to mothers that then became motherless. Um, there was a lot of empty coolermans in that show, so there was the idea of um, scattered. You know, it was they were all found objects. Yeah. Brendan at Blueprint Sculpture was he actually works at a metal yard as well, so he shares it in that space. So it was like a treasure trove. I was going around finding all these objects and then creating them into the found objects into into coolermans. Yeah. So I guess in some ways it was the... And the coolerman, of course, is, is well, a bassinet, isn't it? Yes. Or is it, it's to, to it's, carry a child. Yeah, traditionally it's made out of wood. Yeah. So it's been carved out of um, a trunk or a, a part of wood. And it's used as a bowl. So it's basically it's like an oval bowl. It was used for collecting bush foods, uh-huh. also sleeping babies in them as well. So that's the metaphor where I came from was that idea of that they were used to hold babies. So for me, I had a dual figure. I've got a dual figure in this show, and one side is my mother and one side is my birth mother. So I guess that idea of, you know, um, and I guess, you know, going back a little bit, you know, my family has kind of had a bit of trauma, you know. My great-granny was through stolen generation. My mum was in homes at the age of five with her siblings. So I feel like I'm this lost generation. And for me to think that, not to have my children like I've got three children so for me it was just you know to hold on a little bit tighter Mm. to Mm. them so I've kind Mm. of broken that that line of all of that and um, the idea of those empty coolermans was that you know those ones that didn't come back home or the ones that you know were were given away or the mothers that you know had lost that so and still wondering yeah it's it's interesting isn't it and I, I know that storytelling is a really important and and really basic part of um, Aboriginal culture, um, as it is, you know, for, for all cultures. We, we all tell stories about things. But it's interesting, I think, what's happening in the mm. art world is that more often, well, more and more these days, uh, it's, co- it's becoming commentary. It's becoming um, talking about things that have happened mm. or things that are and so on. And, and this exhibition isn't. This exhibition is the opposite of that mm. in a way, isn't it? It's 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 delving into yep. very very personal stories. Mm, most definitely. Mm. Yeah. Same with Dominic, I think. Same isn't as it? Dominic. Yep. So for Dominic, um, as I said, his show was above below skin water. He's a Tasmanian fella, and again, he was adopted at birth. So for him, it's a personal reflection of the past, the historical things that have happened to his people. Um, over many generations and I guess for him it's um, the imagined experiences that that came from that and also the trials and stories which still resonate and which are still very present in this day and um, so he's created this amazing exhibition of um, like hull ships and the ships are filled with all different types of medium Um, he also works with metal dom so He's created um, kelp out of out, of out of metal because mm. kelp is very oh, much a part of, yeah. of yes. yeah, Tassie. So he's got lots of feathers. He's also got some bronzed ears in there that you can go looking for within the hulls of these ships. And just the whole storyline of what these, you know, these ships and um, the sealers and, you know, I guess those different elements within their history and how it's kind of formed who they are and where they are. Mm. They're intense stories. They are very intense stories. And uh, they're they're very beautiful objects, but they are um, telling some pretty... Mm. 
um, I guess some of them are uncomfortable truths, aren't mm. they? Yeah, I, most definitely. I like that bit about the chap with his own foundry. We all need our own foundry. <laughs> so will there be much more metal work coming out of Baluk, do you uh, think? Look, I know for Dom that's something that he does quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've got a lot of interest now with our, with our artists and medium. Once we kind of introduce a medium to our artists, they kind of grab it and run with it. Yep. So I'm hoping that that's something that they will enjoy playing with and extending. And Well, there's always extraordinary things coming out of Baluk as well, you know, on, on top of the objects themselves mm. are these extraordinary stories that we all need to be exposed to. So yeah, and any day of the week pretty much. Well, in business hours, yeah. you can go and see some amazing stuff there. Yeah, Tuesdays to Fridays we're open from 10 till 5 and Saturdays we're open from 10 till about 1. Yeah. Great. Okay, so that's Baluk in Bruce, in Bruce, Street. Bruce Street. The exhibition that's, or the three exhibitions that are on at Linden New Art are there until the 23rd of June. So Linden New Art, of course, we've, we've had, talked them lots on the program they're in Ackland Street St Kilda they're back in their fabulous new space yes. uh, it really looks like a fantastic exhibition I can't wait to get in thank there and you. see us thank you so much for talking to us today Lisa You're wow did I say your last name correctly you did oh good <laughs> I all of a sudden said it to thought I perhaps I hadn't thank you very much for coming in today it's wonderful me. to talk to you thank you they were the incredible sounds of Jacqueline Taeb and her song Set heure du matin. Yes, that's right, because I thought we should get into a little bit of a French sensibility here because uh, you are here on RWPFM listening to Arts About and we're about to talk with uh, Gillian Murray about the production of Le Mans Anglaise that is coming into the Frankston Arts Centre on the 12th of June. The fourth season of this wonderful play is um, coming to... uh, uh, is coming to Frankston after sellout seasons at 45 Downstairs and La Mama. This modern psychological thriller from the pen of French novelist, playwright, screenwriter, essayist and experimental filmmaker Marguerite Durat has hit the road and is coming to the wider theatre diaspora from the city of Melbourne. Le Mans Anglaise is a very strange story of an even stranger murder in the French countryside. And it's also a poignant story that takes us into the heart and mind of killer Claire Lannes to see her journey to a place very distant to most of us, madness and murder. This morning I have the star of the show, Gillian Murray, Claire Lan herself on the phone with us today. From where I know not to tempt us along to see it next week. Good morning, Gillian. Welcome to Arts About. <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Yes, it is a it is a strange, haunting piece, um, but with a few laughs in it as well. Yeah, well, that's all. That's good. Which is which is ironic, given its subject matter. It indeed, indeed, and um, it is interesting. Did Claire Lamb actually murder her cousin, who was the housekeeper for twenty one years? There are so many pieces of. Um, jigsaw pieces in this play so it really is a question that's not fully resolved no it isn't Um, could you perhaps just briefly because i mean it isn't this is not a spoiler alert to the people who are listening because we know what's happened at the beginning of the play don't we 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 do yes there's a little prologue that tells us about uh how claire is accused of the murder and um that uh, she dismembered the body of her cousin, who was the housekeeper for 21 years, threw the body parts from uh, a bridge into moving trains. The body was reconstructed in Paris, because, and then they found out that all the body parts went through one particular town. Because so they all ended nothing. up in different places, didn't they, the pieces? Yes, yes, yes. 
yes, but they found that it all went through this town called Vion, except the head, and Claire never reveals where the head is. You've always uh. got to keep your head, don't you, Jane? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's Swanee here. I, I, was, I, I forgot your name when I was calling you. Sorry about that. I was quite abrupt, wasn't I? Were you? I didn't even notice. Oh, it's very nice of you to say so. Poor Swanee is, is managing all the knobs yeah, on the Octopus there. man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, Jillian, can you translate the title for us? Because it seems to me that that Well, I would have translated it as the English lover or the English yeah. love. And, but, and it's a play on um, mint, uh, l'amant, and then uh, l'amant, the lover. So... Uh, but there is an English title, which is nothing like this, um, nothing like the pure translation, which is called um, The Lovers of Dior. Yes. Um, so uh, that's a completely different title. Uh, and we decided to stay with the French title just because of that interesting play on, on words about yes. mint uh, and, and lover, both sounding quite similar. Oh, mint, the herb. Yes, yes. Oh. A, mi- a minty a lover. Oh, so English mint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or yeah. English lover. Can you? Uh, now, I, my memory of the play is not good enough to know. Is there a reference to that through in the play? Claire's favourite plant is English mint, ah. and um, she has a great fascination for her garden. And uh, she writes to the papers on one occasion trying to find out how to keep English mint indoors in winter. Right. Okay. Of course. So, so this, <laughs> look, it, it is interesting. This play, as I, as I mentioned before, the the story is told at the very beginning of the play. We go in there and we know what's happened, and and um, Claire is accused of her murder. Uh, the, your director uh, Lawrence Strangio has, uh, in the production that I saw, created an incredibly simple set. It was, in fact, uh, I'd be very interested to see how it transposes because the set we saw at Forty Five Downstairs had almost nothing in it except bleachers on either side of the action, and the audience were sitting on both sides of the performance. Mm, so we've actually we're we're currently on tour. We've just performed in Alice. Springs in a very at the Araluan Art Centre, which was a very large proscenium arch theatre, and it it transposed magnificently. Uh-huh. Um, there's just a, a corridor of light on stage and two chairs. First, the husband is interviewed, and you get his perspective of their marriage and why Claire murdered. Um, their cousin, her cousin, and then the wife is interviewed and you get a completely different perspective. But the the um, change from doing it in the traverse with the audience either side to a proscenium large-capacity theatre worked an absolute treat. Yeah. Um, and we still have the same lighting designer who's worked brilliantly in all the spaces that we're travelling to. So, I'm asking your opinion, Claire. Is she evil or mad? Is she inventing this story? What do you think? Being you, because you've been inside her head for some time now. I have indeed, in Claire's head. Well, I I would like to just shelve that question because I think it's a really interesting one for the audience okay. to consider. <laughs> Fair um, enough. 
uh, did she do it or um, we definitely know that she dismembered the body. Her husband thinks that she did it. Uh, she is accused of the murder. She hasn't yet gone to trial. And the question of who is the interviewer is an intriguing one. Uh, is it a writer? Is it a psychologist? Is it a police psychologist? Um, Marguerite Duras never defines who it is. Um, and the questions that are asked are absolutely intriguing. And also for the actor, a huge memory exercise. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, which you don't I think have much... the age of... Sorry. I beg your pardon. I didn't mean to speak over you. No. Um, I was going to say, which I think at the age of 64 is probably very good for me. <laughs> yeah, it probably is really good for you. <laughs> now, you have received uh, an, you know, a lot of praise for this work. Well, all of you have because it is... Uh, um, it, you know, it, it, it's a very affecting work, having been and seen it beforehand. You're inside the heads of two different people, and you're looking, you're observing their relationship, but you're, you know, overlaid with this is this extraordinary story. It's it's a very strange place to be in, but people have really, really, really loved this play. Why? Yes, yes, we had. Um, I mean, the reviews have been um, terrific. Audiences. Can't seem to get enough of it. This is our, our fifth season of it. Yes. Uh, and the writer, Helen Garner, um, came to see the play, which is, I think it's probably right up Helen's um, alley, really, oh, yes. when, you, when you think <laughs> about, you know, the writing of the Farquharson um, murder, the, the Joe Cinque. Yes. But Helen wrote us a wonderful letter in response, and uh, we asked if we could quote from it. So I'm not going to quote exactly, but um, she said words to the effect that she was awestruck, transfixed. Uh, she found it rich and stark and wanted it to go on forever. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm looking forward to some kind of black swan transition on stage where you just, <laughs> you're taken over, Gillian. <laughs> She's definitely yeah. taken over. Yeah. She's definitely Claire up there. Yeah. Yes, well, and, and surprisingly enough, there are a few giggles to be had in this show. Claire has a unique logic, and uh, w which is actually makes complete sense. And um, so when she challenges her interviewer and challenges him very nicely, um, uh, he's sometimes a little bit flummoxed by this challenge. Mm. So um, uh, that is where some of the humour lies in the piece. And not to forget that we already that we already have a viewpoint that's quite different from this with a husband. Actually, no, am I right? Is he first? Yes, that, yes. that's right. Yes. yes. So when the husband's interviewed, you think you're going to meet a, a completely crazy woman. Yes. And... Maybe she isn't. Maybe she isn't. Maybe he's the crazy one. Because he's certainly damaged, isn't he? Absolutely. Mm. And it is. I think that's what's so extraordinary about this story, is that it is a seemingly ordinary marriage that's gone on for 22 years until this cataclysmic event. And one of the things, um, and in the small town of, of Vion, um Nobody says that it was an unhappy marriage. They think that Claire is quite lazy. Um, 
because Claire, and wouldn't you love to be able to do this? Claire does no housework. Mm. Um, she doesn't I know cook, somebody she, like that. She doesn't <laughs> clean. So that's why the husband arranges for, that, for the cousin uh, to come and do the housekeeping. Uh, as they say, she needs to be found something to do. So um, uh, 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 that's how it occurs. So... Yes, well, you never really know what's going on in other people's relationships, do you? And we are eternally fascinated by that very fact. And and all these opposites, like a mundane task like cleaning the house has started all this terrible intrigue and evil. <laughs> well, at one point she says, there's, you know, now that the housekeeper's not there anymore, what, what's it like, asked the interviewer. And Claire said, uh, well, there's, there's dust everywhere. Uh, and the interviewer says, you prefer it like that? She says, well, it's better clean, isn't it? Yes, but what did you really prefer? Well, cleanliness took up a lot of room, says Claire. <laughs> Too much. Yes. Yes, there's definitely uh, some uh, strange things going on between those three. It is a wonderful play. I can't recommend it more highly to our listeners. Uh, it's on at the Frankston Arts Centre one night only next week, Wednesday the 12th of June. Um, thank you very much for talking to us about it today, Gillian Murray. Uh, what a pleasure. Thank you, Sally. It's, uh, yes, I hope we see you there. Terrific. Thank Look you very much. Bye. 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 That was the incredible Chrissy Hines, of course, with The Pretenders and Don't Get Me Wrong. Takes us way back, doesn't it, Sally? It certainly does. Hey, Swanny. Oh, excuse me, Sally. I have oh, to play no, a sting to... now. Oh, okay. No, wait a minute. Oh. Have you noticed that I've? Um, it's been all women this week? I hadn't noticed that because mm. I'm a man. Yeah, you don't notice those things. No. Um, so, yes, what? I've got to play a sting. Oh. Here we go. I'm pressing the button now. <laughs> okay. This is the ghost of Pablo Picasso. The time is for the quiz. Well, I'm not actually sure that's a good idea this It isn't week. time for the quiz. I know, though, we've got a few fans. We had another phone call yeah. straight to Brendan. I don't Brendan. think we know enough to be doing a quiz Pe- without John and Mark Pe- here. People like the quiz. There was one question. One question. Last I week. I know. <laughs> yeah, we averaged three. But we don't really know. Uh, you know, the beautiful thing about the quiz, it's a little bit of like you hit them where they ain't. It's a, it's a quiz, but it isn't. You yeah. just open up all this lovely knowledge from those two who... I know they've always got something great to say. Yeah. So we we just better um, talk about. I just wanted to ask you a little bit about your recent overseas trip. Oh yes, yes, yes. And you you went to Abu Dhabi. I went to Abu Dhabi to see to the Louvre. Yes, I did. Which Mm. is absolutely. Didn't they have one on the plane? (laughs) No. Yeah, they had several on the plane. That's an art joke. That's I know. It's not a good art joke. Yeah, it's not very funny though, is it? (laughs) No. Swanee, make yeah. your jokes funny. Yeah. Um, okay, so yes, I did go to the um, Abu Dhabi Louvre, which is yeah. in this fabulous new building that has been built there. It's been designed by Jean Nouvelle, I think his name is. Is it Jean? Or... Jean. Okay, um, I'm just and... double-checking because of the French connection. Yes, he built that other absolutely remarkable building, which I have, has been one of my favourites of all mm-hmm. time. It's, a, it's the Institute of Arab Studies on the in Paris, and it is a, has a whole wall of articulated, uh, like camera... Um, 
what do you call that, um, a- a- apertures, and that open and close, so like mm. windows to let light in, to filter the light into the building. It's very beautiful. Anyway, he's designed this building, and uh, you can only imagine that there must have been thousands of architects vying for the opportunity to build I can imagine the proposals. In, uh, can you? Ugh. Yes. Well, this building is elegant and magnificent and huge and probably as, as fantastic as any of the things or many of the things that are inside it. So it's a big, huge, overarching dome that's metallic, that's open to the sky, but it's crisscrossing Islamic kind of uh, patterns um, so that the light that comes down is dappled. Mm. And honestly, it must be 500 metres across. I don't know. It's absolutely enormous. That's half a kilometre to you and me. Yes, maybe it's not. Well, it's pretty big. And it sits out over the water um, and... Underneath it are a whole series of buildings that are housing the exhibition and so on. But the thing that they, the opening exhibition that they had in there when we were when we visited it was one of the most brilliantly um, uh, conceived ideas that I have seen for a long time in a gallery because it uses it's using all the all the artifacts clearly because they're sharing sharing artifacts for some time with the Louvre. They're they've paid some enormous figure to be associated with them five hundred million dollars and billion I don't, million dollars I don't know and then annually a a, a huge amount of money as well and. So they have access to the collection that's inside the Louvre. And what they have done with this You know what all that money is? It's de-snobbing money. It would have cost a fortune. Oh, yeah. For the French to acquiesce. Yes, indeed. But they've done it brilliantly. And this mm. first exhibition is really, truly wonderful. Yep. It, um, it, in a series of glass cases that you walk through, as soon as you walk in, that's the first thing that you see, they have taken similar objects from different civilizations from the same time span. So maybe 3,000 years ago, there are three Mm -hmm. gold masks. One's from Africa, one's from Egypt, and the other one is from somewhere in the Mm -hmm. Arab world. And so they're they're showing the three of them together, and it is absolutely... So another one is ceramics, big big just round ceramic bowls. One's from Turkey, one's from the Arab world, and one's from you know, Africa. I, I can't remember exactly. In parallel. Yes, and, mm. and from the same period of time. So what, in fact, you're looking at is not the objects, really. It's humanity. Yep. It's so clever. It's so wonderfully clever. Mm. I urge everyone to go. Yeah, so just get on the next flight and go to well, the Well, what I, what I recommend is that if you are travelling to Europe or mm. travelling to somewhere where you might go through the uh, Arab states is to stop there and go and have a look because that is really just a remarkable place and it's pretty good going to Abu Dhabi as well. Do that, everybody. Oh, oh. those girls are so rude. Hark. Hark. What, what, what doth, doth thou uh, hear in thy ears? It's time for the news. It is. Okay. It's well, our busy music. It is our busy music. Well, the girls in the typing pool are very busy. Well, why are we saying they're girls? They might not be girls. Well, it's, it's a daggy old track. And traditionally, yes, yep. they would be girls. Absolutely. Yes, it's true. We have to be. treat history as it stands. The girls in the typing pool, 1943, I yeah, think okay. that track it's comes probably, from. Probably girls. Yeah. Okay, so there are, there are a series of exhibitions from Baluk on at Linden New Arts in Ackland Street, St Kilda, yes. running until the 23rd. We talked with Lisa Welp today. It sounds extraordinary. We're so lucky to have Baluk Arts in our community here. Yeah, get on there, over yeah. there. Yes, definitely. It Go is a good place. 
Oh, all right. Well, I read something. Well, of course you are. You're going well, to read I'm, I'm reading the wrong page. That's my problem. Oh, okay. Well, I'll go on go to the on, next do one. Do another which one while I find my place. On June the 12th, Le Mont Anglaise is on at the Frankston Arts <sighs> Centre, one night only. So that's Wednesday the 12th of June, and you can get your tickets through the FAC. You can either go to their website or you can ring them. Oh, it's just the one night. It's only one night. Oh, yes. And how's that tour? Wouldn't you love to go to Alice Springs to perform a play? Yes. Oh, I love being on the road. So do I. wonder if I, I Could I get a part in that play? Well... It's a two-hander, isn't it? It's a two-hander, yeah. Mm. Do you well, think they they might need a hand? Uh, I don't know. No, I don't think they do. I think so we, we, better, we better book tickets. Yeah, yeah. They're book tickets, everybody, because it will... Sell you know, out fast. It's sold out everywhere else it's gone, so yeah. um, I think it's you probably better get in there. What's this Linden New Art? Is that something else that's on there, or is that the same thing? That's the same thing. All right. Sorry, everybody. Reinventing the idea of sculpture. We talked to Virginia Dowser a couple of weeks oh, ago yeah. about that. That's on at uh, McClelland. Um, it it then got cancelled. It then got changed. I'm not sure why or what, but it did, and it didn't go on as planned. Then it's going on on the 31st. On on beg your pardon. On Thursday, the 25th of July at 12:30. I'll put a little reminder on our Facebook page for people. Oh, it's in the middle of the day, so it's a bit of a tea party, is it? Yes, it's a oh. sort of at lunch. Uh, have a glass of wine and listen to some interesting conversation. And then wander about. Yeah. Look at them sculptures. Yes, that's right. And Poets Corner, Mm -hmm. you know, we talked about their anthology, I think, last week. So you're just reminding people that they'll they'll be gathering at the lighthouse. No, gathering at the lighthouse oh. is the name of the anthology. It's just been produced. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go and find out where to buy them. It's coming into bookshops around the place. You may actually see it, but it's also if you go to their Facebook page, the Poets Corner, mm. uh, you will find uh, how to buy a copy of that because there's some pretty good work in there. Yes, yeah, support those poets. Yes, they're doing a great job. Support them. We're going to have one of those poets in here next week, Jai Thul. He's going to come in and talk. He's going to recite some of his poems, and we're going to ask him a few questions, of course. Is he going to bomb the joint? Yeah. Why? Yeah, Yeah, poetry bombing. Oh, poetry bombing. Is that what you call it? Yeah, you just get up. like knitting bombing, but with poetry. Sort of. You get up at the local bookstore and you just blast out with a few poems. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, Well, you're not in the hipness land that I am. Clearly. What else have we got? 45 Downstairs from the 12th to the 23rd of June mm. is the Bloomsbury in Melbourne's production oh, of that's Tom right. Stoppard's play Travesties. We talked with uh, the producer and one of the performers last week, Dion yeah. Mills and uh, Francis Devlin-Glass. They were great. They we, were great. We enjoyed those people. Yes. Are you reading from a different sheet than me, oh, Sally? Oh, show me That's yours. all right. No, you're not touching mine, but I don't seem to have half this information. Really? Show me yeah. yours. Oh, maybe I've added it in. Yeah, oh, good on you. How's that? I'll just add the bit in and don't tell Swanee. Show me yours. Let me have a look. Read another article. No. Yes, okay. Um, Where's 40? I can't see 40. Oh, I see. He's just blind as a baddie. Put your glasses on, Swanee. Solid Light uh, at McClelland is presenting the work of Joseph Stanislaw Ostoya Kotowski. Stan. Stan, as we started to call him, was pivotal in the development of the Australian optical and kinetic art. He made lots of innovations in computer and laser technology, which he applied to art, media and, you know, visual art, media and theatre. There's going to be a, an exhibition tour with Simon Laurie, curator at McClelland, exploring his migration experience, or that Stan's migration experience, yep. and his radical use of technology. It's on the 14th of June. Go to the McClelland website for info. 
I realised I forgot to say something. Yeah, that's all right. And now there is another tour um, that is to do with the exhibition that's on at Linden New Arts. And I'm going to put some information on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. But Lisa's told me just as she was leaving that they're going to be doing a little bit of a talk there. Um, I'll put up the details on our Facebook page so you can find out about cool. that. Cool. Yes. Um, Any other articles? Yes, there's lots of articles. Have we run out of time? No, not really. Turn it down. We've got still more to go. Kerry Warren has a solo exhibition. It's called A Journey in Flow at the Nisarana Galleries in Mornington. Now, Uh, do you know that gallery? A Journey in Flow. I like that. Nisarana. No, it sounds like a car. I think they're in the main street in Mornington. They've been there for six months. We haven't been in there yet. But they've got um, uh, this solo exhibition of Kerry Warren's there. I think Mm -hmm. she's an abstract artist. Oh, here we go. She's a multidisciplinary artist who explores abstract expressionism, action painting and installation. I wonder if she's sort of Jackson Pollock-ish. And she uh, rides she got something spectacular called the bonfire. Yes. Oh, that's on the Frankston Art Centre. Right. Yes. On the facade. Yes. So, so as you drive past on the way to the doll office, yes, you have can a good have look. a look at Kerry's work. Okay. Yeah. So there's an opening for that on June the fifteenth at Nisarana Galleries. Cool. Uh, okay. So coming up at Linda New Art after the exhibition that's on there, yeah, is an is a new exhibition in sound. We'll talk about that later. Have I run out of time? I've but run you've got out to of thank time. everybody. Okay. If you've just tuned in, you've missed Arts About, but you mm-hmm. can hear the repeat on Wednesdays at twelve. Arts About's available on air, streaming from the station website or the RPP phone app. And we also podcast the show. I think they might be a little bit behind with those, but I do put the episodes numbers up there. So Yeah, it's hard to whip to volunteers. It. Yeah, it is. We'll put links to many of the events we've been talking about on our Facebook page, so have a look at that. Like us and you'll see regular news about the program. We'll be on again same time next week, 11am on Sunday. Yes. And remember, everybody, we may not know everything about art. But I know what I like. That's so good, Swanee. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.